We are the Coin Boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right. It's Andy, producer BTWs, and sitting right across from me is Danny Goots. What's, What's up, up guys? We're doing this on a Monday. On a Monday. The day it's released. Yes. That's right. If you if we've uh, gotten you to uh, click on the episode, then you you'll know that. Uh, actually, you wouldn't know because I'm going to tell you in a second. Should we tell them, Daniel? We're just doing. Well, you can tell them what we're doing. But what are not, we? Do- what are we doing it on? Oh, you, oh, we're going to wait till the middle of the show. So you guys yeah. will not know until the middle of the show when we do coin of the show because we'll first we'll do uh, block news and a couple other things. But we have a surprise coin of the show, and it's a coin of the show that I think Daniel and I wanted to do. Yeah. But we never had a chance to do. Yeah, and I'm glad we're kind of doing it now. A lot of people know about this one. Yeah, it's a popular coin. Um, Daniel's very passionate about this one. I am more uh, subjective about it. I'm kind of like uh, taking kind of a neutral stance, uh, but I'm, I'm excited to hear a lot of the research you did, Daniel. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because first... Because you don't know it. That's why <laughs> I'm surprising you with some information, hopefully. Oh, I know the crypto we're going to be doing. Oh, I know the but crypto. But you're going to surprise me with, with some information info. on that That's coin. right, guys. Uh, Daniel... He dug deep on this one. But anyway, that's for later in the show. Right now, uh, actually, I just want to say a couple things before we go. So that you guys, if you haven't had a chance to check out the E3 recap episode, it includes Sliver.tv, EngineCoin, and actual interviews with random gamers about what Bitcoin and crypto is. Check it out if you haven't. And I want to thank, uh, kind of like it got some good response. I'm really glad people enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing it, Daniel, and I'm I, you, I really you're loved still it. talking about it now. Well, yeah, and uh, I should uh, move on from that because no, live in the moment. No, but what I wanted to say, Daniel, is that for now on, going forward, there will be a gaming segment in the block news. Let's do what, it. And it's going to be crypto related as much as I can do it. But I am going to do some gaming and uh, topics as well because there I've noticed it's a. That should be intersected. The, the whole point of me talking about this is that since we posted that episode, I've noticed a flood of gaming-centric crypto Twitter people and Instagram people. So, I, you know, shout out to you guys. You're like me, which everyone knows I'm a big gamer and I love crypto. So it's, it's great to have you guys aboard. And uh, why don't we just uh, move it right along and uh, get into uh, an important other show. Block News. That's right. It's our news segment. We're going right into it. Let's talk about Tether, Daniel. What happened? Well, here's the thing. So they just printed 25 million more. Oh, my God. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's released onto the world now. Ben Franklin is spinning in his grave for inventing the printing press. Uh, The crypto printing press. (laughs) The crypto (laughs) press. Crypto Benjamin Franklin. uh, That will affect price. The question is how, and I don't know how, but I do want to mention one thing outside of Tether. Because really, that's the only news is that they printed 25 million. How it affects it, I'm not a trader. I don't know. Um, people are saying it's going to go up because people are going to use it more. People are saying it's going to go down because people are going to use it more. <laughs> they have the same arguments for both. But um, I'm sick and tired of this headline. If you write crypto news, I'm done. I'm done with this. You're Bitcoin done with is it? going down, but that's a good thing. It's like every single one of them have said the same. Da- that's a good thing because of this and this and this and this. I'm like... Stop with that headline. Make a different headline. You can tell us the news. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the but just that's the exact headline. Bitcoin Bitcoin's is going down, Bitcoin's and that's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. That's a good slogan, Daniel. There's I'm done. T-shirts should be made. Um, <laughs> no, it's an awful slogan. <laughs> it's an awful slogan, probably. It was right. Um, so, I mean, did you want to touch more on how Bitcoin's crashing right now? It, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, it's it's going to crash. Honestly, it's I can going to rise, going to crash, whatever. I'm just going to use this moment. <laughs> To be the voice of reason for a crypto world. I'm just saying, guys, price is important. But right now, what's important is making sure that we're moving forward with adoption, uh, progression, growth, positive things in the space. The SEC is doing a lot of investigations. There's a lot of stuff going on. But th- but we're going to come out of this. So stop it with these doom and gloom things. Because you know what's really funny? In 2013, I saw a Bitcoin is dead article. Yeah. It's 2018 right now, guys. A whole five years later. What I try to explain to <laughs> it's newbies. It's new people to the, to the space that aren't familiar with the history. Yes. Um, and I think that's a problem is that you should know about the history of Bitcoin because it will help you understand where it's gone through. The price history. But guys, in 2013, I saw Bitcoins are d- is doomed articles. Okay. Yeah. And how many years later is that? A uh, lot. 
a lot. But I will say it did take a while to get out of that bear market. Sure, but it was still there and there was still support from the community. No, I'm just saying brace yourself oh. <laughs> for a little while. And I'm not going to predict what it's... People are like, it's going to bottom out at, at 1500 I'm like, how and, the hell do and you once, know? And, and once again, <laughs> with your trading, be safe with Say your it. trading. You could still trade, get right? In, get out when you need to get out. I mean, basically, so you choose when you when it, what's what's big enough of a loss for you to take. But you uh, can you can trade and be successful when the market isn't doing great. Yes, I'm not a financial. But I'm advisor. not one of those people. <laughs> I don't know. And and on this <laughs> and just for any new people, you know, Daniel and I rarely talk about price, but we'll talk about what's happening. Obviously, it's a big thing going on, and people so are freaking out. People are freaking out. So we're here to kind of hone your brain. You know, take a breath. Yeah. Get, go outside. You know, your mm-hmm. wife might need attention. Your friend might need someone to go see a movie with. Get your. You don't have to think crypto all day, and you shouldn't be looking at block fo- folio every five minutes. You're gonna lose your mind. This, yeah, absolutely. Okay, lose. You know how many times, Daniel? I look at block folio now. To bear in mind, I don't trade much. But how you many don't times? Trade at all. How much? How many times do you think I look at block folio? I don't think you're in right. one week. I've I've told you, like, oh man, uh, you're you're. Oh, I said, hey. This much is, uh, and what would I say to you? This much Bitcoin is is uh, is what we would need for something or something. And he and you're like, how much is that in dollars? And I'm like, you're not following the price. Like I look at the price for a Bitcoin. I look at the price rarely. I like once a week at, at least, just to kind of talk check to things me out. in Bitcoin, and I will talk to you in Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't need to talk about price. I'm like, uh, you know, like I I don't know. Anyway, just be careful, guys. Don't worry. Uh, they can't turn off the blockchain. There's no lever. Um, like the guy in the new Jurassic Park movie that pulled the lever and uh, they, the dinosaurs. Oh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> what a horrible movie. Anyway, uh, let's get out of that, okay? Just just keep in mind, we're here to help you guys kind of ease your brain. We'll do research for you. We'll talk about progression, growth. Take a breath. Yeah. Engine Coin. Our friends at Engine Coin, who just last week I spoke to Roger, who told me about a beta test or a test yeah. that was coming out, and it's out. Yes, an ER eleven fifty five. Now, what what this the reason why this token is so important uh, is because of what uh, Roger his name right correct Roger. Roger what he had said in that thing is he was focusing on the blockchain technology and everybody's like well you can't have blockchain without Bitcoin you can't have Bitcoin without blockchain and all this stuff so and if you heard the interview he actually worked in gaming he yes. actually comes from gaming that guy he's not a he's not technically he wasn't a crypto guy originally they brought in an expert. In the gaming development world, yeah, Roger was. And so the, this particular ER eleven fifty five is supposed to be just that, just that blockchain that people that people want to use f- to keep track of whatever it is that they're trying to keep track of. So it's both fungible if somebody wants to attach money to it, and non fungible for so people can exchange things that have n- no value money wise. They can exchange things, exchange things within games, uh, keep rewards going. Uh, give people reward tokens for helping with their with their uh, like um customer reward services like right. your Ralphs and stuff like that that you do every day you put in your number yeah so I got my number yeah it's eight six seven if you live in southern california uh, people don't know what ralph's is in uh, australia Daniel. safeway your supermarket it's your supermarket your Publix. your oh uh, i don't know if even if is america the only one that does that rewards program where like Oh no, I'm sh- I'm certain those other ones in other countries do reward programs, Daniel. We're not that crazy as I, Americans. I think we are. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, tweet us, let us know. Yeah, please. Do you <laughs> in <laughs> other countries do you guys have reward programs? Does your wallet filled with stupid cards and you're like, "No, let me just use my phone number." So do you have a CVS receipt wallet just for the CVS receipts? Yeah. Do you? Anyways, that's definitely an American joke. Uh, <laughs> um and to round out this episode, I did mention we're going to talk about gaming. We just talked about a gaming currency. Um, there was a big, this is a big movement politically in the gaming industry, Daniel, is that uh, they've announced that video games by the World Health Organization's record are recognizing, who? are recognizing the, the World Health who? What, what are you doing? Who? Who? WHO, World Health Organization. Oh, is that how you say it? Oh my God, you just freaked me out. I'm like, stop it. You're trolling me on the podcast. Yes. Holy shit. That was awesome. That was funny. Uh, so yes, the the WHO, the WHO, the World Health Organization has recognized gaming as a disorder and a mental health issue. Yes. Daniel, first I'm going to ask you, um, you've played video games. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? Uh... You can get it. I've I've played a lot of things and I've been addicted to a lot of things, not anything hardcore. But like, 
I've been addicted to Bitcoin. At, looking at the big price of Bitcoin at one point, uh, you know, obviously some addictions are joking in terms of that, but there are some people who legitimately have a problem with many different things. I can see how gaming can easily be one of them because okay. it's very much an escape. Right, but and and I agree. Now, for me, I'm going to get into it because gaming is an uh, important part of my life mm -hmm. and has been for 30 years. Um, so here's my problem just on the surface. On the surface, the problem is, is that I guess ga gaming is hitting a mainstream level. People understand video games because they play them on their mobile phones, whether it's Candy Crush. Um, they kind you kind of understand gaming now, normal people, casuals. Uh, and I think what's happening is... Uh, gaming is becoming so mainstream that they're like, okay, now that it's mainstream and like lots of people are doing it, let's just say it's a disorder. Let's say it's addictive. Well, no, no, but it's already been addictive. I know that. Hang on. But hold I on. blame the... That's my surface. Yeah. That's my surface. Yeah. I have two sides. Okay. Before you react. Go ahead. Because I have a... I'm a, I'm a big... My per first per reaction was, holy shit, I've been gaming for 30 years. Now you're telling me I have a fucking mental health issue? <laughs> well, I played eight hours of Fortnite. Tie me up and throw away the key yeah. because I'm crazy. Y you are, though. No, I didn't fine. play eight hours, but hey, I played you Destiny. You could easily do that. I played we'll Destiny for, for 12 hours a day at one point doing raids, but um, yeah, uh, <laughs> it wasn't healthy, but um, <laughs> I will say there's a small addiction there, and I've it's, always... it's a, But I love it, right? Uh-huh. But... It's an addiction that you can love that's not like, I'm not out drinking uh, and driving. Uh -huh. I'm playing an addiction that's keeping me at home safe. So I'm going to take you back. Take me back. To the 1920s. The roaring 20s? The roaring 20s. Man, it must have been fun back in the uh, 20s. Technically, end of the 1910s, but you know, you have vets coming back from World War I who have a smoking addiction. Okay. But it's a newer thing. Kind of to smoking. an extent, smoking uh, to that to that extent mm -hmm. at this point, and they're saying the same thing, because somewhere between somewhere from when we first founded this country, which was founded uh, a lot on tobacco, sure. actually, um, definitely, and and around you know the nineteen or the nineteen hundreds, they changed cigarettes. I don't know what they changed, but they changed something about it, and it became very addictive. Sure. It now was it addictive beforehand? I'm not 100% certain, but I didn't really hear too much what about are you the saying? problems Someone that we have now. Someone added something to video games? Something changed in video games, and I know what changed because I saw the change. Maybe you graphics? No. What was the change? Games don't end anymore. Games don't end anymore? There's no end That's not true. to games. You mean like like finish a game and it's over? Yeah. No, there now, is. Obviously, there are some, but how many? Fortnite. How many okay, hours? You can't play 12 hours a day. Fortnite. What you're getting at, the, the conversation you're getting at from a gamer's perspective uh -huh. is that you're getting at the, um, the multiplayer games have kind of taken away from the, the single player. And yes, Fortnite isn't technically, it is a game, Daniel, but it ends really quickly. Um, and and then what do you do afterwards? You, you, want you more. start and you keep doing the same thing. And you want more. But I will. I played Diablo two, for instance, and that was a game that had a story. But you would replay the game, the same stuff, over and over again at different difficulties. So you're saying it changes? It it like it's not that it changes. It's just no Fortnite game is the same. You might die right when you land. You might not die over there. But you're right. There's no like story element to that. But I, but yeah. but there's Final Fantasy fifteen. That had it. There's uh oh, the, there's I Fallout got Batman, 4. Arkham, Arkham City. There's still love for the single player, but I love single player. But and you're right. There's less. But there's a lot less. But they're going with there's a lot less, and you can play any time, and the game is different. It's and you're and, and you're. Uh, trust me, I love these new this new whole idea of now I'm in a whole new world. Ready Player One was like awesome because you got to see this entire virtual world, but. It, it now it becomes a responsibility for us as people because I don't think that the changing gaming is going to be uh, is a good idea either because this is fun you're connecting to people around the world, but you need to take more responsibility of yourself to well, yeah, get true. out there have a life yeah you gotta you gotta side of the game that is true you gotta schedule your time but don't forget there's professionals playing video games now 
There's yeah, people streaming. Listen, there's professional playing football too. But <laughs> bottom line, Daniel, the reason why people like Fortnite is because people like watching people play, and that's because oh, I'm not even blaming just Fortnite. No, that's just become very popular now because it's like people can watch a short form thing really, really easily. Mm-hmm. So uh, a Fortnite game, watching Ninja play Fortnite and play maybe like 30 games a day. I doubt. I don't know if that's how many plays. Someone will watch him. Yeah. Which is amazing. Oh, listen, that part is fine, but that is their job. That is their. That's definitely their job. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm not really too sure what we can do. Um, I think the just to round it out, uh, the community for gaming has had two kind of sides. There's people that are like anti it. There's people saying no, it, it makes sense. But no, I'm I'm totally fine with it. I just, you just got to be careful. It's fine. I, I, Drinking milk is a disorder. I can, play, I can learn the guitar on the PS4 not. now. Everything like, has a. I can learn a pers- legit thing. I can. It, it's useful to me. Okay. Um, just like computers. Yeah. Just like the internet. I'm on the internet all the time. I'm addicted to Reddit. That's legit. <laughs> like I'm always Love looking Reddit. at Reddit all the time. So, um, it's now I have to control myself. You have to control yours. We all have to control our own selves and and monitor ourselves, uh, and try to have a healthy lifestyle. That's true. So. Thank you. Thank you, Who, for helping us out. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now. It's that time. The surprise. Our coin of the show this week is EOS. EOS, EOS. I've heard both. But it's spelled E-O-S. That's correct. And I may say E-O-S as we're talking about this whole thing. Um, yeah, it's it's had a lot of traction lately. And, and I will be honest. We have... Maybe months ago, wanting to do this episode, maybe like a month or so ago, we've we've had this in the the vicinity of our lore mm-hmm. somewhere or another. Um, we did. Um, there's some connection because we talked about one of the guys in the Steemit episode. But um, right off the top, let's talk about the name actually, since okay. we're on that subject, Daniel. Well, it's again, it's called EOS or EOS. It's not said EOS, but and so I apologize if I do say EOS at any time. But that's what I'm just used to saying uh, when I'm referring it when I'm referring to it. Um, now it is currently number five on the charts right Amazing. now. This is 625. Yeah. Today's Monday, the 25th of June, 2018. And it is number five. Wow. It came out of nowhere. It's, it hung around the t- top 20 for a while. Yeah. And then, uh, or even a, the top 10. Yeah. But it's always been really high since the moment it, it's sure. been really high for a while. Yeah. And then you got, uh, an, it's, it is an ERC-20 token right now, but the idea, I believe... Oh, actually, they I believe they just announced that it's going to stay in ERC-20 for a, a while. Okay. I don't know if they make plans, are going to have plans on making it its own coin altogether. Right. But it doesn't seem like it from what I've been reading. Um, they made 900 million, and almost 900 million are in circulation right now. Jesus Christ. That's a lot. It is a proof of stake. Jesus. It is a proof of stake. $900 million, though, almost a billion dollars, Daniel. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think ultimately they they raised $1.5 billion in nine months, according to a What's John Oliver clip that I heard. Right. <laughs> um, now, uh, their goal, okay. the reason goal? to make this, this coin is uh, they want to make it easy for digital applications to be able to connect to a blockchain. That's their okay. goal. To bridge the two together using this platform, the EOS platform. Um, it it uh, it also produces a block every half a second. Wow! Every half a second, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is extremely fast. That great. is great. Um, it's allowing people to vote on other th- on on many things, a whole lot of things. So they use a very big democratic system. Um, now, one of the things that they can vote on is who is able to produce a block. They, they are proof of stake, but you vote on who you trust, kind of, so to speak, which is very interesting. Um, but when politics are allowed in in something like that, we've seen where politics can kind of get us. Right. Things can go awry very fast. That's true. So um, that, that I thought was a bit confusing. In fact, it, it, it's really confusing uh, every time I read about this and how the blocks work and who produces the block and who's allowed. It's literally like, do you remember the first time you were ever told the rules to deal or no deal? Uh, yes. That was the most confusing. It's like, okay, you're going to pick 10 cases. Oh, and then deal. You, 
No, 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 no. Hang on. You're not done. No, you, you have to. You have, okay, hang on, hang on. That's, I know, I'm joking. That's basically how it worked, right? You were <laughs> trying to tell somebody <laughs> the rules. Of the, you're like, deal. No, wait. Right, right. They make a re- they make a really good sketch uh, on SNL about that one with Antonio Banderas. Um, anyways. Yes, anyways. The real reason why I wanted to talk about this is because there's been uh, some interesting things coming out of EOS that I'm not too sure about. And I wanted to, to gather the people. And we have a message for we the people. We have a message. What's yeah, the message? That kind of is the reason why we, w- we want to talk about this. Do you have this message? Yeah. Oh, we're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks. And ducks fly together. That's right, Jan. That's right, Jan. Jan, <laughs> exactly. We're just, we're ducks bullies. fly together. Oh, my God. And this thing keeps going. Uh, wow. that's uh, I haven't heard the Mighty Ducks in a while. Excellent. Um, excellent clip on that one, sir. Thank you. Um, uh, I dug deep in the inter- interweb for that one. The reason why it was because of um, we one of the founding members is a, man by, uh, is a man by the name of Brock Pierce, who was in the Mighty Ducks. If you don't know this fact, he you was. have to know this fact about us. If you own EOS and you didn't know this fact, shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you for not knowing this. Um, I don't know if the millennials even know who the Mighty Ducks are anymore. I mean, I'm a millennial. Shame I on just, you. Shame on you. Watch all three movies. Were there three or four or five? I don't know. Uh, so what they, um, what EOS is, it's from a company called Block One. Right. All right. Which is founded by three people, Brendan Bloomer, Dan Larimer, and like I just mentioned, Brock Pierce. And Dan Lammer, Lam- Larimer La- is who we talked about on the Steam episode. He's the one who is a co-founder was, of Steam. He's a co-founder. He left Steam, um, I believe, for and, this. And, so. you f- and you found a, a clip, I believe, right? Uh, I did not. F- yes, about Block One. Oh, Block. I'm sorry. I thought you meant of Dan. No, 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 no. that is correct. We have actually, I, I found that they had a very good promo interview on their site. And instead of Daniel and I kind of convolutedly trying to explain who Block One is. Or what Block One is. Let's have them do it. Yeah. So here's a clip. Block One is a publisher of open source software. We make our software free and available for anyone to use to launch their own blockchains. And we expect there'll be many blockchains solving different problems uh, with different communities, all trying to make the world a better place in their own way. Block One is the publisher of the decentralized applications as well as the open source software uh, that these decentralized applications can be built on top of, which is EOSIO. We're really at the forefront of developing the next generation of the internet. Uh, The blockchain at its core is just mass scalable, secure data transfer. All commerce and communication is going to be restructured and rebuilt on on those new rails of data transfer. And so I think that uh, it's very exciting to be getting involved in something so revolutionary so early. What I like to work on and why I'm here at Block One is I like interesting problems to solve, and there are a lot of them here. Particularly, uh, I like people to be able to run experiments, and the idea of shared consensus through a blockchain enables a whole host of experiments that most people have never thought of running. We've identified that there is a gap between the requirements of large-scale enterprise businesses uh, performance-wise from what they expect from the blockchain platforms and what the industry can offer at the same time. So EOSIO is trying to solve the problem of uh, creation of the high-scalability applications that are built on top of the blockchain platform. If you want to build a consumer application in the blockchain, you can't be waiting eight minutes or one hour for confirmations. We needed to vastly increase the performance and align the interests of all the parties. And if we can accomplish that and lay that infrastructure, not only is Block One going to be able to go forth and start building decentralized applications that can compete with the largest technology incumbents today, it allows everyone to start doing so with much less work. God, I love Gotta that love music. One, right? Yeah. So, so just just a couple of fun facts or who they are. Uh, they're they're actually registered in the Cayman Islands, uh, Daniel. Yes. Uh, and also they got they went public. They're twenty in twenty seventeen. Um. So uh, that's when the uh, the ICO launched. Okay. So getting into the ICO. Or no, we, uh, do we want to get in the ICO or the yeah. three amigos? Let's go ahead and do the ICO. First. Okay, we're gonna go into the ICO. Now here's why. Uh. The way they did their ICO is interesting and really kind of crazy. They were holding it open for a year. And what they would do is they would accept Ethereum for people who were interested in it. And every day, they released a certain amount of EOS. I I didn't really get exactly how much per day, how they broke it down or anything like that. It could have been a lot in the beginning or a lot more towards the end. I don't know. 
but how they broke it down was you would put up ethereum you put up however ethere- how much ever however much ethereum you want and let's say that that day they were giving 100 ethereum uh, 100 eos out and you put in 8 ethereum i put in 2 ethereum so you would get 80% of that 100 and i would get 20% of that 100 at the end of the day so however much you put in it was divided amongst that and everybody got an even distribution distributed amount percentage wise of what you put up for the amount of EOS they were given away that day. Okay. Now the reason why it's nuts is because, well, let's say the first few days, a lot of people put in for this ICO and the price is up. So the amount, the amount that you have to, and this bid, is 2017 when the boom was going yes, on and the amount that you have to bid gets higher and higher and mm-hmm. higher. Every day for a year, uh, people are going to think there's going to high demand for it. They ended up in nine months getting $1.5 billion. It, so here's the other thing about doing uh, an ICO that way, the way that they did it. Okay? Okay. Who's, how do you know who's bidding? How do you know what's going on? How do you know? You don't. So the first few days... It could be that they themselves are doing their own little like push in for however much it to, just to make it look good, just to make it look really good. Okay. And then maybe the first few months or whatever, whatever they saw fit. And then suddenly now a lot more people want it towards the end and they're putting in more and more money, more and more money, more and more money. It's a, they've been criticized. Yes, has been criticized for the amount of money that it has, it has raised wondering is it even worth it like do they even need that much money to start off with or are they just really selling a hope and a dream and that's all it is is a hope and a dream there again is no proof of utility no proof those are your famous words yet. hope and a dream exactly so um aren't they supposed to launch a test net or a, a beta thing uh they're trying uh they will at some point uh they, they just sorry they just launched their stuff on june 15th but i'll get into that okay uh, in a little bit but right now i just want to get into the guys that you like to call the three amigos oh my god yeah (laughs) all right so i just think yeah the three amigos so first off these are their founders we're gonna go with um we're gonna go with brand uh brandon bloomware there we go he was uh american tech entrepreneur based in asia he started the first venture at his at the age of 15 man and he did uh selling virtual assets inside an mmo rpg like world of warcraft um so here's another he's a gamer gamer getting into crypto and not only that he was trading virtual assets back in the day he and he ended up doing a lot of flipping yeah he bought a he flipped his his a uh, gaming site for another site. He did another site, and he started that. Game Cliff, uh-huh. and then purchased Internet. Uh, a purchase by actually the Internet Gaming Entertainment, now known as the IMI Exchange. There you go. So he uh, he has some. I mean, obviously, entrepreneur, he's successful guy entrepreneur. Yeah. using gaming as a way to do it back in the day. So he's going, but, but and he's flipping. He's uh, building it up, flipping it, building it up, flipping it, and which is. Very I kind of like his background. That's, that's a to be interesting honest. background. Yeah. Now he's a uh, he's actually doing a lot with real estate, more right. so than than EOS. But he is he is the one of the big heads of EOS. That's great. Um, after that, we have Dan Larimer, our good friend from Steam. Yes. Um, now he's the co-founder of Steam, and he also founded BitShares. Right. I so know BitShares. Here's the thing about BitShares. It's got it's good and it's bad. We have we can do a whole coin of show on that one. But the reason why BitShares is key is BitShares is connected to EOS. Right. In in a sense. For some reason, whenever something because of just of of who is involved, right? Now, um BitShares announced that they were going to connect with something called Arise Bank. Now, recently, the CFTC just stopped the Rise Bank from continuing to sell an ICO. Why? Well, they actually complimented them on how much money they were able to raise. Hey, I compliment them. Jesus. Uh, 1.5 million, which is huge. But it's a lot. They failed to disclose that several of their key investors have criminal backgrounds. Okay. And they falsely were claiming that they were buying out the FDIC. But they weren't? They were not. Oh. So why do that? Bit shares? 
mainly why uh why do that dan larimer <laughs> now interesting one way that they were able to spread this word was through the huffington post people kind of consider the huffington post somewhat you know reliable uh, i i have it up i have it up for grabs on, on honestly it's like a cleaner buzzfeed yeah okay. basically is what it comes down honestly to. uh so one of the people who was writing on there was a man named michael taggart Michael Taggart was bumping BitShares as well because he just so happens to have a large stake in BitShares. So the Huffington, po- a Huffington Post uh, guy, mm-hmm. um, this is the internet one, right? Yes. We're on the same page. Yes. Okay. Um, so you're telling me that he was shilling because he happened to be invested and he was writing articles about it. Yes. And maybe not even like explaining that to Huffington Post. He's like, I'm going to do some articles on BitShares. I don't know about that. I don't know what he did. Okay, I don't know. Do. That is, that is a that that's red a whole, flag to That's a huge. Me. So, I mean, look. Keep You're in bumping mind. shit. But CFTC stopped him. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, it just brings to mind, like, why is Dan Larimer kind of so that's that's a small red flag by comparison to a lot of very small i mean it's totally like but why do it in the first place yeah uh now we're gonna go on to a man by the name of brock pierce mighty ducks uh mr mighty duck himself Mm -hmm. um very big crypto enthusiast yeah no he was not only mighty duck by the way he was also in the first kid he played the first kid in a movie do you mean the movie First the Kid first with Sinbad? Kid with the Sinbad. And do you uh, know the last movie. time I saw Sinbad? Do you know where he was? Where? He was standing behind me to file to uh, apply for junior college classes. No way. <laughs> Sinbad? And I'm not talking, I'm not saying this was recent. I took junior college a while ago, but he was Maybe he's by bored. far already done like did like 30 movies already and was signing up for some classes. But you know that people take just to defend Sinbad here. Okay. People take audited classes just to like learn and I love Sinbad a lot. I'm His sure he audited a class. Is amazing. Doesn't curse. Uh, but he, where I was standing, he was going to pay for a class. He wasn't auditing. Honorable mention. Honorable mention is Carpool. Uh-huh. If you've ever seen the movie Carpool, you know what? I, I it's a guilty. Fucking he was in pleasure that, right? Uh, Sinbad and some other. No, it wasn't Sinbad. That was Tom Arnold. Oh, I'm sorry. But I'm thinking it is of a guilty no, no, pleasure. No, no, I'm sorry. Correct me. It's the Phil Hartman movie Guest House. House guest. House guest. With the speed golf. You. Yes. Oh my god. Like, I'm sorry. You. I'm like literally blowing my brain. Oh, there's right Turbo now. Man. So, there oh. was House. Well, that's Jingle he All the Way. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Jingle All the Way. Uh, House right. guest. Well, he anyway, did a lot with Phil Hartman. Sinbad's not a part of <laughs> EOS. Did he create EOS? Anyways, back to EOS. I know. Just sorry. We got Sinbad. Th- but that kind of just shows you how much I, I already respect this kid, <laughs> okay. Brock Pierce. Uh, anyways, um, I'm gonna play a little bit. So, yeah. Let's hear so, from Brock himself. You get you gotta hear how he how he speaks. Okay, let's hear him. Everything will be better, faster, and cheaper. Everything will be more connected. Everything will be more trustworthy. Everything will be more secure. Everything that exists is no longer going to exist in the way that it does today. Everything in this world is about to get better. Okay. You heard some laughing in the background. And that was because this was from John Oliver's show. I couldn't find that clip, but um, and I wanted that clip specifically. Now, it was an edited clip that John yeah, Oliver it was played. Edited, I'm sure. So, so I'm almost certain he's speaking about EOS and how he and and what it's designed you said to EOS. do. Sorry, EOS, and what it's designed to do. Um, the one thing that they did mention is no fees. Okay. That's a great thing. Well, and, you said the speed faster. and the no fees. And there's so many. There's so many good things that that he's promoting but the, the way this guy talks is so interesting and and he just focuses on like hope and glory Listen, and revolution i'm not gonna say he's like that but there's this we're in this time of these like bitcoin like faces that get you know that might have been in media we got you know alex winter did a documentary about crypto he's very involved in the crypto space too he has a show and everything but when he speaks he speaks very logically no, no, no. this is but fantasy. i'm giving you an example that there's people like mcafee there's all kinds of these oh like, yeah i don't want to call them i don't want to go as far as say even like gel what do you call them like evangelicals or evangelical like, no like evangelist sorry a crypto evangelist oh, okay that has never been coined i don't think anyone considers that but there's all these people that we're a part of media or come from something else that are coming to crypto using their original growth 
to like get involved. Now, I'm not putting him down. He does, I have listened to other videos. Mm-hmm. There was another clip I was going to play, but it's more about his vision uh, and also, you know, what he thinks of cryptocurrency. And he knows a lot about what money is and, and the differences. Like, he's not, he's not, I think he's a, he's an intelligent guy. He's preaching what everybody's been saying. I, I don't think he's doing anything revolutionary. No, no, he's not. But again, I'm saying he's one of those people that's becoming like an enthusiast or, you know, a person that's, that's getting involved yeah. and obviously got involved with a one that that did a very successful ICO launch. Yeah. Now, now I have to give him props. That's what I'm saying. He's a very good. We have to do devil's advocates well, too. He's he's he, the good side. Of he it. was smart enough to learn how to get into investments. He retired from acting at the age of 17, and he started to ride the dot com bubble. Yeah. Uh, and then in that dot com bubble, he created a a company called the G- Digital Entertainment Network or the DEN. And they actually made uh, uh, got enough funding to make a a, a movie about uh, with a gay lead at the time, which was huge. Uh, so props to him. It didn't work. The whole digital entertainment network didn't work. And I wanted to read to you something verbatim. I don't like to do this usually, but I wanted to read to you something verbatim that I saw that just kind of uh, just made me made me laugh. Good. Within three years of Den Den D E N Digital Entertainment Network never having made a profit and having exhausted its venture capital, uh, it collapsed and Pierce fi- uh, fled the U S with his two co-founders when a number of former underage Den employees made sexual uh, misconduct allegations against him. Three years later. Three years later, after fleeing the country, three years later, they were arrested by Spanish police officers before being returned to the U.S., though Pierce was ultimately not charged. Wow. Okay. Okay. But why flee for three years? That's just weird to me. It's a long time. That's a long time. Jeez. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, he hasn't answered that question that I could find out. Why, Man, go, why run for three years? Here, here's what surprises me about these crypt, this crypto space. We start looking into a lot of these coins, and there's all these weird stories associated with all these founders. Yes. I'm, and listen, I'm not putting down any... There were some really great cryptocurrency founders and people involved on other cryptos we've talked about, but there's this weird theme of people with these interesting histories getting involved in crypto. Now, I... Myself and Daniel are the same. Mm-hmm. We are both from the entertainment industry, but we like crypto. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I am actually not being uh, hypocritical. I'm admitting to that fact. Yeah. What is that? What is that, I Daniel? Uh, listen. Uh, is this a new industry? It's a totally this, new industry. Well, well, with this everything. guy has raised a lot of money. That's a whole other story. And things have failed. Right but, or wrong. But not this one. Well, this is... A, this is the, this, so... This is very different. Here's right now, so hang on. Right yes. now, he's worn, he's been announced to have worn different kinds of hats with EOS at many different stages. Even last, within this past month, it's been said that he was let go from EOS and gone. And that video that you picked out, he's not in it. And that was released a month ago. Right. But he was just at the launch party for this test net. So it shows that he's still a part of the company. They have him listed on the website as the chief strategy officer officially, but I've seen him announce himself as a co-founder, uh, 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 as a as a, as the president, as so many different things, um, uh, at at many different times. Now the truth is, he and his brothers created something called blockchain capital. Okay, and raised a ton of money through that. And then that company, their company, created EOS. Mm. So whatever happens with this, with whether he's on the board or not, he's a big part of EOS. Hmm. Huge. So why are they pushing him down? I don't know. Why are they? Why are they mess? He could with be. His position? You know, maybe he's just very flagrant. Maybe he's just a little nuts. But something's off about that. I guess. Here's the other thing. It's like you can't. You don't know what's going on in there. You don't know. Yeah. Like, what if he decided to step down? I mean, uh, I, it's so hard to tell what's going on. Here's the thing. Bottom line is we have a, another example of a currency that, I guess, but but could you say it's proof of utility with this test thing? There, There's nothing. In fact, right after, but I can't I can't blame it on EOS because this has happened to a lot of different coins, but a few hours after it went down for four hours. Oh, okay. But, but that happens that with happens launches. With new launches. Nothing's really happened as of yet. Actually, sorry, something has. Um, 
they just announced, or is, it wasn't announced, this has been a part of their constitution. That the, and this is one of the cool things about EOS that I, that I was like, okay, okay, interesting. Um, if you feel your funds have been taken from you or something, of your, or you're, you've been duped into fraud in some point, you can go to a, a committee and present to them your issue and if they and then they will take all the evidence they will take a look at everything and should they find that that uh what you're saying is to be true they can return the funds they can freeze accounts and return funds which has been great now recently they've actually frozen several accounts yes but here's the problem they're breaking their own constitution right now the constitution states that there has to be a a, a group called arbitration and the so they are the ones who decide as to whether or not there was fraud happening on this transaction or fraud ha had happened with any of these accounts and they will take a look at things and then whatever they say they will tell the miners or the block the people who who follow the block to execute this action and everybody will follow suit so somebody on the internet had actually kind of named it as the um the arbitrators are the judge and the jury the people who run the blocks are the executioners. Oh. All right. Jesus, I'm blown away already. Yeah. So, I don't um, know what to say, man. Th the thing about that is like, you know, uh, you can't have a law like that without somebody in the government that you vote in abuse it at some point. And we don't know when that will be. By the way, people this just in. Oh my god. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> What's just in? They already abused it. Oh, they're already abusing it. Really? They froze tw at least 27 accounts. These are facts? These are facts. They, okay. they, uh, within the past week and a half. This is the reason why I was trying to say we need to talk about EOS because something's going on with them. I don't know what's happening, but they already froze about 27 accounts with no explanation. Uh, probably more than that. And one of those people who have come out and admitted what's going on and have proven whatever, given whatever proof he needs so he can unfreeze his account has to wait until the arbitration group is formed, which nobody knows when that's going to be. Okay, so... Oh, wow. Um, Jeez. I don't know what to say, man. Um, There's... Uh, okay, can I say this? Yeah, go ahead. We've had a few people ask me on social media, because, you know, I, I'm kind of like the... I run the social media. I would get all the messages mm -hmm. in the DMs. Uh, what do you guys think of EO, uh, EOS? What do you guys think of, you know... What do you think of Any it? Coin. And and I'm like, well, funny you should mention that. <laughs> um, and that's why we decided that this was an important time to talk about it more than ever. Yeah. Right? Um, I know a lot of, and this goes to anyone that we know in the space that likes the coin. We are not saying, hey, they're, they're bad, like, completely. We are just finding things, researching for you, so that you can look at things that people don't usually look at. Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you there's people that have this currency and had no idea that one of the guys that found it was an actor. Uh, another guy used to run an um, MMO trading virtual asset company, which I actually think is the one out of the three that it really I'm impressed with. They, they, here's the thing. The but founders, Daniel yeah. did some good things with Steam. Okay? Oh, oh yeah. Well, well the, the Steam, they, they have done good things. Like they're, they, they have, still have a long way to go, too. They have a I'm long sorry. Way. I'm not talking to you, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Larimer. Larimer. Yeah. So I also wanted to just give my point of view from listening to everything. Yeah, absolutely. No, um, they, they go for it. Yeah. So my point of view is that I wouldn't. I I I don't know if I would like be interested in this coin again. I'm really disappointed with the fact that all these companies are making money when they don't even have a proof of like we just today are talking about their beta or their test, and they're getting almost a billion dollars without any proof just paper but this guy talks brock talks a good i i have no game. i have they did a great job there's no doubt but what boggles my mind is it's not just them it's a lot of companies in this yeah. business that don't have that didn't have proof of utilities or just really good on paper stuff now i don't i don't know what's true and what's not true in terms of are they really trying to do something are they really making something or not it seems like they are and it seems like they're going forward with with a lot of things, but I'm just really, I don't know what to say. Concerned with their with their actions of late, and I'm really concerned with their past. Um, now, it is an open source situation, so they don't. I don't know 
how involved they are or how much ultimate control they, that they do have, but they're clearly freezing accounts. So that's not cool. They can clearly do a lot of bad things at any moment when they want to. Again, why, guys, the SEC is so strongly. CFTC. And, and in this case, the CFTC. Because though. there has to be laws put into place th- so they can't. Like, Poloniex froze Daniel's accounts. He's trades. They screwed him out of money because yeah. they froze his account, and these guys have this power right now. So remember, you know, again, keep be careful who you're well, investing well, here's in. The, here, yeah, so here's the thing. Unlike Poloniex, like Poloniex was, was, is on whoever leaves their money on Poloniex. Now, this was the amount of money that I was willing to trade. No more. I wasn't extremely upset, but it was just annoying what I had to go. Oh, sorry. I was extremely upset just because it was annoying, but I was in no way freaking out about my funds and stuff. Um, these guys are the coin. These guys are the token. You can't fight that. If they decide to shut you out, they just shut you out. <laughs> Simple okay. as that. Um, okay, guys. What I suggest is um, obviously there's probably a million things we missed or things you might want to mention about it. Uh, feel free to email us at coinboyscast at gmail. Now, I, I will, for those of you who are out there, because I know you're, you're going you're gonna okay. to do it. Bring I it. want them to know. I want to know. I what. like the idea that EOS is trying to do. But I haven't seen it, and I don't see, I don't see how it's gonna come out. I don't see how, how this is gonna get executed. Wow. Uh, I remember I had one of these moments when I read the founders for Ripple. If you remember, there was like ten people that were just straight strange, up politicians, like straight up politicians. That I'll never forget the Ripple episode. Honestly, it's one of my favorite episodes because I discovered all these things that my mind was blowing up and today i'll be honest uh we did something different daniel like i kind of took the lead on the steam episode daniel did most of the research on this one i did more research on like the comp block one company and who they are but um i learned some things today with daniel that he taught me um so i'm with you so a lot of you listeners i wanted to give a reactionary like kind of like neutral focus so all i can say is i don't really know what to say yeah i like their idea too but what I, do I, I have love to say? Steam, and I know Steam's associated with this in in, in a sense. You can't say that though, because he left Steam. Like that's to be fair. But just because he the, he did like Charlie good. Lee is the only person that I know that has come out and said I sold all my stuff associated with this coin. I mean, nobody that's true. else. No one can that. say anything to him. So it's not like you didn't make yeah, some good money. You off can of that. leave, but have you left? Kind of situation. You know, I give Charlie props. He left at the right time. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the coin dropped. <laughs> he did. It's, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our surprise coin of the show. Unless Daniel, do you have anything else? I got nothing else. But just I know we have a lot of friends who have invested in this, and I hope that they hear the the my concerns at the very least. Yeah, at least take a look at what and we take looked a look at. Into that. Um, and if not, I hope you all watch House Guest because Sinbad. <laughs> This is amazing. I was like mixing movies. Uh, <laughs> Carpool, honorable mention though, with Tom Arnold is good. Honorable mention to Tom Arnold. Yes. <laughs> but he's the same as Sinbad. They do those like kind of G-rated comedy family movies really uh, well. But he also, uh, Tom Arnold does, I know what, both are great, actually great actors in, in my opinion. Sure. Uh, but it's hard to see. It's hard to see. Uh, but I, I enjoy their stuff uh, often. Uh, just to quickly talk about a few things at the back end of the show. This is the part of the show we kind of talk about whatever we want. Jurassic, <laughs> Jurassic Park was awful. I'm just gonna say that on top. Wow. The script was terrible. Wow. This is my opinion. I'm a big. I'm a pretty open, movie happy guy. movie guy. I give movies a chance. I was sitting in the theater, and I just was like, "What is this? This was a total cash cow." The movie's doing really well. Yeah. But I'm like, damn it. They really paid no attention to the script. Chris Pratt's, Chris Pratt's performance is the worst I've ever seen. What? Yep. Star-Lord. It's like, but that's different. He was great in Infinity Wars. Oh, Amazing. He's, he's clear he's a great actor. The but question becomes, I don't always blame the actors in movies because directors also have a big yeah. part of that. Now, if the director's asking for... Now, for, he was just not at all... I don't know. Well, here's the thing. First of all, I can I just say something? One, one spoiler... Go it's not it. really a spoiler. It was probably in the trailer. Well, probably in the trailer. Spoiler alert, just in case, because we don't know. So the kids are in the ball, but Chris Pat's running behind them, running like a human. And the, the volcano's erupting. Yes. And there's dinosaurs chasing yes. him. Yes. And you I see a shot of him. And I put my hands on my face, 
and just could not believe that this man was literally. Now I love I cheesy action life. movies like that. No, I love them. But skyscraper is going to be a hundred times better than this movie. That's fine. How about that? I, well, that's a, that's that's actually a bold statement. Go see it, Daniel. I'd love to hear. Oh, your I'm going to see it. But here's the thing. I was so disappointed. I love cheesy action movies, but you don't expect that from Jurassic Park. Oh, it was really like a cash cow, man. The last one was good. I, Lost World was okay. I'm trying uh, to see Incredibles. I would go see Incredibles, and that was great. I haven't seen. What that a yet. great! You got to see that. I'm crying. I uh, I just wanted to ask a favor of our fans and we don't do it very often and uh, I want to get better at it because it helps us. So on iTunes, uh, if there's any way of giving us uh, any review or give us a few stars, you know, the more people that review us and give us some uh, feedback, the more people will see us on iTunes and we appreciate any love from any original fans. Uh, we want to hear your opinion, why you like listening to us. Uh, anything you'd like to do, uh, just please give us a rate and review if you can. That would help out a lot. Please, please. And also tweet us. Yeah, tweet us at uh, Coinboys Podcast. We're on Instagram. We're and, uh, and we uh, at Coinboys Cast on Instagram. Yeah, we're, uh, you got us a part of a really cool group of, of crypto Twitter people and yeah. people. Oh, uh, shout time. out to the Satoshi Droppers, which is a group <laughs> of crypto content creators, a mixture of artists, uh, news people like BitBoy and Crypto Breakfast, who have been on the show before. Uh, these are like really good friends of mine. I went to a meetup here in Los Angeles. Uh, I I got to meet I got to meet uh, Sanity, uh, who uh, is a What's big up, crypto sanity. Crypto Sanity is a huge fan of the show and also a Satoshi dropper. Uh, I got to just have a great time, meet some really great people. Crypto Wendy gets a shout out because she's the one that put it together. It was at Angel City Brewery. It was beers, crypto, and uh, just good vibes, good people. And I had the baby with me. This you week, had that, so, so unfortunately, go. I re I was there representing the Coin Boys, but. Uh, a lot of people were asking for you, Daniel. You're, you know, all so three. All th oh. well, is that uh, a lot? <laughs> <laughs> all three of them. I'm just saying, like, it'll be great when we can go together. I would, yeah, I would really like to to do something. And I'm just gonna softly mention that we are considering uh, in the future uh, doing an event, a Coin Boys event. And yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it now. Let us know if you guys are interested. Yeah, uh, we might do. It. It's gonna have a little twist. It's not gonna just be like, let's meet at a WeWork. Uh, obviously no what no there's gonna be beer involved yes there better be there will be beer involved there in this kind be, of meet. just like it was at this meetup um i'm producer btw on twitter if you want to shout me out or do anything i talk gaming crypto and movies sometimes yeah. how about you daniel at dcoutier is 84 and uh basically i talk everything besides gaming yeah <laughs> and he's got you good. got uh your comedy yes stuff. ap yesterday apocalypse yesterday check it out it's fun Thanks again, guys. Hope you enjoyed this fun surprise. Uh, happy 4th of July. We'll tweet if we will have a new episode. <laughs> <laughs>